In this episode, we're going to talk about messing up. We're literally going to talk about some of the things going on in my life and business that just literally make me feel like I am messing up, how I'm handling those situations, and they involve onboarding and client interactions and dropping the ball on collaborations and conversations. And I know this happens to you too because we're all juggling so much. So if you have ever been scared of growing or have this like fear of success of, wow, once things really start taking off, what if I drop the ball? This episode is for you because we're just going to talk it through. We're all human. And I think that this is a really powerful shift that could happen for a lot of you to accept. It's okay as you grow to accept humanness. And uh, I'm going to share some of my vulnerable tips, tricks, and approaches to moving through mistakes with grace. Hello, sensitive soul. I see you. You want to bring your soul mission out to the world to support others in their healing and growth journey with the gifts, knowledge, and experience you have, but you don't want to go grow a big online empire that consumes you or forces you to lose yourself in the process. That's why I'm here. My name is Chelsea Fournier, or maybe you know me as Intuitive Business Mentor from Social Media Land. As a former lawyer, now turned intuitive business mentor and human design guide, I help soul-led coaches, healers, and guides to birth and expand online businesses that truly honor your purpose and heart, while also setting a strong foundation for safety, sustainability, and profit in your business. I created the Intuitive Business by Design podcast to support your experiment of designing and running an online business that is authentic, aligned, and impactful as you help others. There is so much duality and self-awareness that comes when you layer the energetic tool of human design on top of proven business strategy. Let's keep one foot grounded in the masculine, the structure, the business foundations, and the other foot can wiggle toes in the sand of the feminine, energetics, and receiving mode. It all gets to be here. Let's jump into this episode together and see what resonates. I used to think that it was total BS to even contemplate that a fear of success might be holding me back in any way, shape, or form. Because it's like, no, I want the success. I'm setting goals. I have certain income desires. I want to make an impact. Like, of course, the success is what I want. So that would never hold me back, right? Well, I think it's easier to identify with a fear of failure because we're trying to avoid something that we don't want. But is there a part of you that is avoiding something that you do want because it feels like more to hold? I'm going to share a little bit about what's been happening over the past couple of weeks in my life and business and how I have messed up. I've totally effed up on a couple things, even in the past 24 hours. And I'm going to share exactly what happened, how I'm handling those situations, and honestly, how I think just handling them with a human approach deepens the trust with the people I made the mistake with and allows me to move forward. Now, before we talk about this, I'm going to share with you, I am someone who has struggled deeply in the past with forgiving myself when I mess up. I can remember a specific time when I was a practicing lawyer and there was a negotiation that was going on and I overprepared as I did at the time, um, especially as a young woman in a field where I knew what I was talking about, but most of the older men in the room, in any room, did not believe that I knew what I was talking about. And so I would like quadruple over-prepare to make sure that I knew how to back up my arguments and have the documents and all of this just like, whew, so exhausting. And I can remember this time when I made a mistake. I made a mistake in um, a negotiation, like a mediation, 
it was something that could easily be like, hey, can we just have a quick sidebar? I want to connect with my client and make sure we're on the same page. But I verbalized something on his behalf that I knew he was not going to be happy with. And so I remember beating myself up for days, even though I made amends with the client and we talked about it and I was like, okay, we're moving on. I beat myself up. I thought that maybe I should stop practicing law. Like I catastrophized what really was just a mistake. And I can now look back and see just how much freaking pressure I put on myself and just I'm, I'm actually speaking this week about pressure centers as, as in human design, your crown and your root center have a lot to do with the pressure that you feel, that you feel internally, that you feel externally. And I know that at the time I was under a lot of pressure externally. I was not tapping into any methods of self-awareness or releasing the pressure in a healthy way. I was just drinking wine. That's not, in my opinion, a way that is a healthy release of pressure. But I carried it with me and I carried it with me for a long time. And I remember in future rooms where I would be sitting as the lawyer in the room, the probably the only young female, I like carried that with me. Now, so that was a very rare fear, very real fear of failure. But I also know that fear of success has held me back in the past for a couple of reasons that I think if you're a sensitive soul listening to this podcast, you know that you want to make a big impact. You know that you have this big purpose. But sometimes holding space for that bigness can feel like, wow, if I really step, you know, it's nice to say I want to help thousands of people with my fill in the blank, my coaching, my guiding, my healing, my breath work, my facilitation, my expertise. But to really think about the mechanics of what it takes to support thousands of people well can be very overwhelming. It can mean stepping into software. It can mean stepping into having a team. And so what's been happening over the past month and a half in my business is that I have been expanding my team. I've hired an online business manager. We're looking at all of the gaps in my systems. We're looking at ways to improve client experience. And so it, I, I still work part-time, right? I work part-time while my son is either in preschool now, and I'll tell you about that in a minute, or with a nanny. And then when that ends, I really try to limit how much time I'm on screen in front of him. Because that typically, he's only three, he doesn't have a lot of independent activities. And so that usually means me putting him sitting down to watch a movie while I'm on a call or finishing something. And yes, I do that. I'm human. The whole conversation here is about being human and forgiving yourself for things that feel less than ideal. But I try to limit that. And so, you know, over the past couple of weeks, a lot of my time has been spent creating tutorials and training my online business manager on the ways that I like to do business, helping her to understand my software flow and just a lot more extra time that I didn't have to be dedicating before because I was just doing it. You know, like, oh, me getting a replay off to a client in the moment is faster than me slowing down to do a tutorial or show someone how I do it and create a canned message and like make it a system so that I don't have to touch it. And this is why most of us don't delegate soon enough because it's like, oh, I'll just do it. It's faster. It does take a beat to like slow down. So imagine I have this glass let's just say I have a glass, right? And I'm going to be filling it with water. And every time I pl plug into work or I step into the office, I'm like, oh, here's 20 minutes time I can do. Here's a four hour chunk I can do. And I'm like filling the glass of water. There's only so much water that can fit into that one glass. My container of time to run my business has a finite amount. And 
I'll be honest, this past Saturday, I spent like eight hours in a co-working space here locally to catch up on stuff because I needed to make my cup bigger. That's not my ideal experience. I'm fine doing it in the short term because I know that there's so much capability out of this team that I'm building of my online business manager and my virtual assistant that over time, these systems are going to be solid. And so it is a very short term imbalance for what I know is going to be long term balance because my vision is to be able to stay part-time, to keep serving my clients, but over time to be able to do less and less of the admin work and to be able to be a really present homeschooling mama. That's currently the vision of what we have. And I love my business and I am making sacrifices to make sure that I'm setting it up so that I can quote unquote, have it all, okay? So this is just setting the stage for, I've been showing up for client calls, showing up for things, showing up for like working with my social media coach, show, all the things, right? And now layering in this additional time of helping someone to know how to be me to some degree and how to improve what I'm doing. I'm, I'm seeing such amazing value out of seeing how I can improve things and simplify things and step out of my squirrel ADHD brain and have someone else look at what I'm doing and being like, wow, this could be a lot simpler. And I'm like, oh, let's do that. So then fast forward like a couple weeks of me working with her and then it's right before the holidays my family finds out on the 22nd of december that the nanny that we had set up for childcare to help this glass this cup in my analogy to exist uh actually she was a college student and she found out her classes changed and so she was no longer going to be able to be our nanny at all for the schedule we had asked her for and so then we had to scramble and figure out what are we going to do? Oh, well, our son is on a wait list for a preschool that we did feel okay about. We toured, like this is a, you know, a very thoughtful decision. If you know me, the thought of sending my son anywhere out of the home is like super, super thoughtful. And so it turns out on the day before Christmas Eve, we were able to find out that there might be a spot for him. And we basically said, if there is a spot, we need it. We're willing to try this. The next day I get COVID. <laughs> Then we're home all through the holidays because we can't go out. And then it's New Year's. That happens to be my wedding anniversary. We're feeling a little bit better. We're able to go out. I've tested negative. Don't worry. And then it's stepping into like the new year and I need to make sure my team has what they need for the new year planning. I'm showing up and serving in both my mastermind and my community and just like hit the ground running, right? So there is something that has been on my list this entire time something that was on my high priority list was to go through my onboarding process of my Align to Ignite mastermind. Because I knew that I was gonna be opening up 12 spots in January or February until it fills, opening up 12 spots in my Align to Ignite mastermind. It's my four month mastermind program that combines my decisions by design method, like my teachings, my modules, my support of how to Design, market, sell, and support a signature aligned offering as a strong foundation of your profitable online business as a coach or healer. I knew I was going to be opening up 12 spots. I had women who were graduating. They were stepping out of the program December 31st. And so then it was like, okay, I'm going to be ready to really start marketing people booking clarity calls. And in fact, if you've been thinking about it, I'm sure there'll be a link below um, to go over to that program page, learn about the program. You can book a clarity call right from there if it's something you're seriously considering. But Reviewing the onboarding process had been on my list for like a month and a half. Okay, it didn't happen. COVID, preschool, 
entering into preschool has been much more stressful for my family than I really could have imagined. And so it's just been like, show up for what I need to do and then unplug and get rest. So I have a beautiful soul who had been saying she was going to be ready to join into Align to Ignite um, the first week or two of January. And so now it's happening and she messages me and says, I'm ready to go today. Can I have the link? And she enrolls. And then like an hour later, I get like three or four emails and she is sending screenshots and being like, something's not working. These links are broken. I can't get in. Um, you know, the welcome package has links that aren't working. I'm feeling a little bit frustrated as she should. And so then I'm sitting here being like, okay, I'm in mom mode right now. I can't go fix this right this second. And I immediately went to beating myself up and shame and guilt and, oh no, she just invested money in me. She's not going to want to work with me. Ba, 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 ba. And then I was like, okay, here's the deal. I got to feel it to heal it. Why am I feeling this? And I really just sat with my hand on my heart and the other hand on my belly and was like, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling shitty that I let someone down and I pride myself on my onboarding and this fell through the cracks. And I recently did a rebrand and all of those URLs are broken because I didn't uh, go fix the URLs. It's not that it's a crappy program. It just happens to be in this little crappy chasm of like, I should have done this work and I didn't. And so I really just allowed like a couple little inner child moments of, hmm, why am I feeling this? When did I first feel this? Yeah, there's been a lot of times in my life where I was kind of beat up for making mistakes and some from my family and some from friends and some from past partners. And, you know, what if I just allowed this to be a different experience of it? And so I felt it and I allowed it to be what it was. And then I made a plan and I made a plan that felt good for me. I made a plan and communicated with this woman and said, hey, totally hear you and feel you on all of this. There's some mistakes that you are running into. Could I ask you um, in the message, I even said, I'm going to take a deep breath because I pride myself on onboarding and this is not how I wanted your experience stepping into my world to be. Can you just like hit pause and let me revisit it after family dinner? I'm in the middle of making dinner and I will get this fixed as soon as possible. And so then dinner happened and I was a little bit agitated still and I'm just like, hey, babe, I need to step upstairs. It's probably going to take me a couple hours to fix something, but it's pretty high priority for me. I have good energy right now. I had a good day. I don't mind some extra screen time tonight. I would really like to just get this done. And so I stepped into my office and I went through with fresh eyes when someone books a clarity call with me, when someone checks out to the Align to Ignite process, the terms and conditions, like everything down to the thank you page. I made some tweaks and then the enrollment link that gets sent out to them through my Kartra software system. And then like the welcome video and the orientation packet and the orientation video. And I just went through everything with fresh eyes. And I was able to spend a good solid three hours, not only like fixing this, but I improved the process. I actually reshot new tutorials. I reshot a new orientation video. I redid the orientation packet. I tested all of the links in the program. Like it is now a better onboarding experience. And here's what I know about onboarding and why I really try to be thoughtful about my onboarding for students is that what I know is if someone steps into my world and it's seamless and it's gentle and their nervous system feels taken care of, they just invested money and they're like, bing, bang, boom, I'm in the community, I can share a welcome post, like that feels supportive and it feels gentle. 
And if they have that kind of first experience in my little space of the online world, and then there's a hiccup down the road, they are so much more likely to be forgiving and just like, oh my gosh, I totally get it. But if someone comes in and immediately feels like rudely awakened, a link isn't working, they're not getting response from the help desk, you know, they can't figure out how to log in, think about it for you. If you have invested, whether it be $50 or $5,000, if you've invested in doing something and then it's like immediate frustration, how do you feel? You feel crappy. And so I really feel good about how I handled it, about the communications that went out. And of course, this is an amazing human being stepping into my world. And so she was very quick to be like, I totally get it. We're all human. And so how I handled it is I made sure that everything was fixed within like 15 hours. Honestly, I had to do some makeup and hair this morning to record one of the final welcome videos. But then I personally made her a screen share showing her what was changed, what was different, explaining some of the changes so that she could understand the full value of the program that she is getting. And then I sent an email out to the four current students um, that are in the program the second and then was able to give them a tour and let them know what's changed. And then I can move on. And I'm not going to beat myself up and I'm not going to like carry this with me. I'm just like, wow, I'm actually so thankful that it happened with someone who was so um, prompt and clear on what was not working and forgiving that there was an issue. And I'm so thankful that it happened to be an evening that I didn't have other client calls or I didn't have other plans with my husband. And we were able to support me just stepping into fixing that. So there was a lot to be grateful for. So then this morning I wake up and I get an email from someone who I'm going to be doing a collaboration with. So if you don't know, I step into other people's paid or free audiences, whether it be a membership or a group program or doing a live training in a Facebook group. And I do that sometimes on different topics. And I have lined up with someone in a week or so to be doing a topic of teaching her core uh, group about the human design authority, about how understanding and integrating and aligning with your human design authority can help you get to that full body yes and help you understand how you best make decisions in your life and in your business. And I'm actually really excited about this. Now, right before Christmas, I was supposed to get her some details with like a title and some bullet points about what I'll cover and my headshot so she could start promoting it. But what did I just tell you happened right before holidays? Oh, the nanny fell through. Had to figure out preschool situation, got COVID, holidays, blah, 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 right? And so fast forward, I had on my list a calendar pop up saying, check in with her to make sure she has what she needs to promote. I had totally forgotten. I hadn't sent her like the basics of what we would be doing. And so this morning I see an email from her saying, hey, is this still a priority? Do you need want us to bump this out? Or are you going to get me what you need? And this is someone who I really am so thankful for. She is someone who's um, done some collaborative training for my people. I'm doing this in her group. Like it just is something, it's a relationship I would love to continue exploring collaborations and support of. And so I was like, okay, universe, this is happening in this time for a reason. And my son was slept in a little bit this morning and I was so grateful and was like, you know what? I could take literally 10 minutes to get everything that she needs over in her court and let her decide. Do you want to delay it because I made a mistake or do you want to step in in the same schedule that we were going to be doing? And so it was really lovely. Of course, I surround myself with people who are just amazing. I'm going to be really honest. And she actually just responded with something that was so, so thoughtful. 
Um, I shared with her, hey, I'm sorry, it's not an excuse, but here's what's been going on. I totally thought I had gotten this into your court. I obviously had not. And, um, you know, what was really nice, she actually just shared and responded back and said, you know, no excuse needed. And she said, we need to remind ourselves that there are no excuses, only reasons. And I think it's important to remind myself and perhaps for you as the listener to remind yourself that I'm juggling a lot. And you know what? You're probably juggling a lot. And there's a lot of things that actually are important. You know, it's not just, I'm not sitting here and I'm not saying that, you know, you're a bad person if if this is you, but I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I didn't get around to stuff because I've just been binge watching Netflix and like zoning out and doing nothing and sitting at the beach and like, hey, that actually sounds delightful if that's the season you're in, go for it. But it's not that. I was falling behind on communications and getting things done on my list because I've been supporting my son through a very emotional and challenging entry into a preschool setting. I have been holding space for, you know, my husband being in a new job for the past seven months and us really needing to prioritize him having the time he needs. I have been supporting existing one-on-one group clients and members in my membership through all of this. I have been continuing on my own healing journey and having new trauma releases and emotional releases and energy realizations. I have been, you know, supporting my family of origin, uh, my mother, through some health challenges and just knowing that they're happening and holding space and energy for that. I've been, you know, it's just, it goes on and on. And you can insert whatever it is that's going on in your life, but I truly believe that our nervous systems, you know, this is 2023 as I record this, our nervous systems were not designed to be holding as many tasks, as many notifications, as many potential decisions we could be doing in like any freaking instant, as much information that comes at us, as many opportunities as flood to us every second, social media, our phones, the connectedness. I truly believe our nervous systems are not meant to handle this. And especially if you're more of a sensitive soul, it's like, whew, How do I hold space for all this stuff coming at me and doing the work that I care so deeply about and not dropping the ball? And so full circle, there have been some like fear of failure mixed into the emotions, especially over the past 24 hours and just some of these things kind of like dropping the ball. But what I truly know is that it's more of a deeper seated pressure that comes up when I know I'm at like a breakthrough that's about to happen. I can feel, especially as a generator, I can feel that I'm in like a little bit of a plateau or I was for the past couple months and now make, you know, the energetic decision to hire team members, to expand my systems, to make sure all of my software is working at a certain level to be able to scale and serve hundreds of people. Whereas right now, the uh, like time and energetic capacity I have is much smaller. That cup has a much smaller capacity, but I can use software to expand that cup. It doesn't have to be time. I can expand that cup um, to hold more ounces, if you will, or more time or more tasks through software, things that are going to automate. I can do so through um, SOPs. That's going to be a standard of procedure. And that's what my online business manager is helping me to do. I can help expand the cup through delegation by having actual team members time that's going into my business. That's not mine. That expands the cup as well. And so for me, It has felt very shaky, very squishy lately to be like, okay, I'm investing money to expand my cup. Are there going to be more people to pour into it, right? And we often have this 
shakiness right before a huge breakthrough. But what I personally know is that I could just like keep staying on top of communications and keep staying like just doing what needs to be done in my business every day and the capacity will not expand. And so I'm in this place right now of like, okay, I've got to keep everything up that was going already and serve people and make sure that they're being onboarded properly and communicated well. And I need to be helping to expand the cup by training someone. And I need to be thinking bigger picture in my marketing and in my approach to how I'm going to bring more people into this larger cup I'm creating. And so that's just a little bit about what's going on in my world. So hopefully some of the takeaways you can have is A, you got to feel it to heal it. If you are messing up and if you've made a mistake, all you can do is like allow that feeling to happen without shame or blame and just experiencing it and seeing what it would look like to release it. Um, the second would be to communicate. When you make a mistake, communicate. You can be authentic. You can be honest. You don't have to make up this huge list of excuses and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. You just be like, wow, this is what's been going on in my life or this is what happened in my software and here's the plan of how I'm going to make it better. And when the person most likely responds back saying, I totally get it. Thank you so much for responding to just be able to move on once it's resolved. And that's something that I'm obviously working through in the moment. And uh, it's been some really good lessons for me and to see that I'm handling something like this so differently than I would have handled it in the past actually feels really good. Sometimes when we're on a healing journey, it's hard to see like, I have improved, I am stronger, I can handle more, I don't take things personally, I don't beat myself up until you're in a scenario where in the past, perhaps it would have looked very different. And so as I'm navigating this, I don't even want to say fear of success, but just experience of preparing for success and it feeling shaky and squishy. I'm here to share on the Intuitive Business by Design podcast some of these decisions that I'm making, um, some of the paths that I'm navigating, because you as a sensitive soul, you might be a newer or new-ish coach or healer and wanting to hear really, what does it look like to start expanding, to get to a six-figure business, to get beyond, or even just to like start. And that's the type of conversation you can expect here on the podcast going forward in 2023, transparency, talking about the why of why I'm doing things or why I'm not doing things and helping you to start train yourself on how to make those types of decisions in your own business. So I hope you got a lot of value out of this. You can learn from my mistakes, the line three in me honors uh, every aspect of your human design in you. And I'm here to be trial and error, transparency, and help things be easier, softer, gentler for you by learning from what I have gone through. So thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll talk soon. I hope you got a lot out of this episode and feel encouraged to click through to any links or resources that I shared. You deserve to follow through on what is calling to you. Because you're not here for old paradigm business strategies, bro marketing, or a race to overnight success and burnout. Your audience, your clients, and your own nervous system deserve better. And this means you do business differently. So make sure to join me weekly as I dance between topics that weave together and create a beautiful tapestry that could be the start of you running your online business for purpose and profit. I hope you stick around week to week and take aligned action on what resonates. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss on future business strategy or human design episodes. You can also help me increase the ripple effect of this work by sharing this episode with another sensitive soul who you know is ready to bring their voice and work out to the world.